0: Check, check, check. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Let's crank that fucking shit up through the roof. Welcome to the Garth Show. It's Tuesday, September 20th, and you picked the right place to be. The Steelers lost. It's okay. We suck. We know it. We know our quarterback is not the quarterback that we need, and we know that Matt Canada needs fired. Fire his motherfucking ass. Doc Rivers, what are you doing, bro? Were you horny? On Twitter? Liking inappropriate tweets, Doc? Come on, bud. We knew you was lying. You didn't get hacked. You were liking shit from September fourth and it slid under the rug. But then you got caught. The fourteenth? It's the fourteenth of Friday night? What night was the 14th? The night 14th was a Wednesday, so one Wednesday night you went, you went crazy. And it still took two days for it, for it to get super fucking leaked. Doc Rivers is one horny bastard. Welcome everyone to The Gar Show. We are going audio only tonight. Um, just not really feeling the video. I, I tried earlier. I was like, ah, you know what? I'd rather just focus on some good recording content today. Um, live on Apple. Live on Apple Podcast. I am still working on Spotify. Um, the RSS feed is up and running, though, a lot faster than I expected. And of course, you see, we got some live music now, some royalty free ACDC knockoff to bring us into the show. Still got to get an outro song, but we are slowly coming alive here and getting this podcast um, more official. I have a, you know, I'm getting a MacBook tomorrow, a nice MacBook, so I can edit. And it's kind of why I want to hold off on an episode for the video just want to you know get one up there on apple and we'll uh we'll get another video podcast up here within the next five four or five days maybe a little weekend episode but what a sunday it was nfl the steelers let us down Pitt exercised their demons after that tennessee loss they uh blew out western michigan in western michigan and the steelers I don't know man I, I think I think everyone knows what's wrong I saw I saw a good tweet from someone um you know Bill Cowher was pretty much trashing Mitch Trubisky which I think we all agree it's time for Kenny Pickett to have a chance but um uh, someone said do you do you really think Mike Tomlin is not aware <laughs> do you really think Mike Tomlin you know Mike Tomlin is isn't not a dumbass. he knows what's going on he knows he knows he needs to, you know, start considering his options. But uh, you can't ruin your quarterback's confidence just by, uh, you know, coming out and, you know, going against him on a short week. Let alone they they play in two days, so not a lot of turnaround time. It's already going to be Wednesday tomorrow. These days have been flying like crazy. Hurricane Fiona was a little bit of an issue to Puerto Rico. Some flooding going on down there, and um power outage I saw but prayers with them I'm not sure if any casualties were reported or anything but I hope they are all doing well down there we'll fire up the Twitter and maybe look into that but there is another one brewing in the Atlantic that I saw I'm not really sure um what's going on with it but it is almost October relatively slow hurricane season no threats to the U.S., knock on wood. Got back on the gambling stride this week. Well, not really. I went one and one. I, uh, Ravens money line, but they got toasted by Tua and the Dolphins, just completely slaughtered. The Giants, though, the Giants got the upset against Carolina, so I cashed their money line. Um, how about the Chargers and Chiefs that passed Thursday night? Justin Herbert, I think he rib hurt his rib but he you know he looked like shit then all of a sudden he threw a 50 yard dime down the field with an injured rib. Um Monday night football. How about the the Vikings just getting rocked. They really had no uh no chance there. The Eagles look like they're the real deal this year and crazy to see that the turnaround they made. And the Bills, the Bills rocked the Titans no contents the bills are the bills are for real the bills are for real LeBron's bald. ball you finally committed thank you LeBron that hairline ain't <laughs> whatever you had left bro wasn't working I'm glad you I'm glad you finally committed and shaved your head you he kind of it's like you know Kobe shaved his head Kareem shaved his head I feel like every great guy to shave their head once they hit that you know once they hit that MPB that male pattern baldness age that Rogaine ain't going to save you at that point. So I went out for the Steeler game on Sunday and I had a fucking blast. I um went to this place called the blind goat. It's a Steeler bar. It's about 10 minutes North right here in Tampa. And I was very surprised. I have to be honest. I did not expect such a, I didn't expect to feel like I was home. I literally felt like I was back home in Pittsburgh. So I walk in and, you know they got the signs all over the wall, and everybody—I'm talking about even the bartenders—are decked out in Steeler gear. So that's wonderful to see. And throughout the throughout the game, I, um, you know, I made my way around and talked to a lot of cool people. But this one specific group, I ended up getting close with, and me and the one guy—he's, you know, he's dragging a cigarette, talking. He had the big Indian Yen- accent. I loved it. And yeah, he goes. He looked at me. He goes, "You feel like you're back home right now?" I said, "Fuck yeah, I do. This is this is absolutely. I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. Everyone around you talking in a Yinter accent. They have Iron City. No, no icy light, but Iron City. You know, still pretty solid. Had to have one out of respect. And everyone was just so friendly. Everyone was." You know, it's cool. You go up to anyone and you like, hey, where are you from? Hey, where are you from? I'm from, you know, I'm from Allegheny County. I'm from here. I'm from Beaver County. I'm from, you know, I'm from the panhandle of West Virginia. I'm from Newcastle, PA, all around. Pittsburghers everywhere. So cool that we can all come together and unite once a week. And I honestly made a lot of good friends from it. And I'm I'm sure I will throughout the remainder. That's the one great thing about Florida. Florida is spontaneous. You never know what you're going to run into here or what you're going to encounter could be anything so i um ended up riding along with these people all night that i met and you know we i was i was gone nine or ten hours all day sunday <laughs> and had no intention of it you know leaving the house you didn't are like all right it's like rolling the dice you don't know what's gonna happen but uh other all overall Tampa Bay is just coming alive. You got people from every walk of got people from Saturn and Mars. <laughs> you got people from everywhere. All the football fans are out. It's fun. It's fun um meeting people and you know hearing their stories and seeing where they're from and the energy in the air. It, it this is just a special time of the year. I was thinking back on my youth, my youth days. I'm talking like as far back as I can remember, as far back as I, when I started punting the football in the front yard and playing, you know, organized football and playing pickup football with the boys every Saturday afternoon. Those are the days I think of around this time of the year, because it was just so simple. My parents loved that time of the year because they didn't have to do shit. All they had to do was give me 10 bucks for pizza every Saturday, and they were off. They were off to do whatever they wanted, but we would, we would hop on our BMX bikes and bike around town and you know, go to go to a pizza place, go to Pizza Joe's, and have a slice of pizza. Play a little seven on seven, beat the shit out of each other, get in a few fist fights, make up after. And then you go to someone's house and you you watch some comedy movie and you laugh like you laugh like thirteen year olds, man. Those are the simple days, the simple days of life, and you don't really know it when you're in it, but that really is. It's you got your click, everyone's buzzing. You're just in high, you're in high school or middle school, just. Having the time of your life, so also, yeah, I, oh, I remember even going to the pool and before in the summer we'd go to the community pool in August. we you know that was also great for our parents because we were never home we'd, we'd ride our bikes up to the pool every day, every day from June to June to Labor Day, or may Memorial Day to Labor Day, every every single day. Only even when it rained, we'd go hang out up there and figure out something to do. And it would just lead right into the football, you know, pull with clothes, get the football out, let's go, motherfuckers, we're playing. So much fun, good times. So I guess my theme of the week or my story of the week is related to moving here. And I never really, I guess, broke down the actual process of how I ended up here in Florida because it was kind of surprising Um, I knew I was always going to end up here. It it was just a when, and I never knew when until about nine months ago. It just, it happened. So going back to 2018, I I did get accepted into USF and I I toured down here and I I honestly considered it. You know, I thought, I thought I was going to pull the trigger then and come down and do it. It's something told me to hold off. I had a really good situation in Pittsburgh with my friends, um, you know, really close. And I had an opportunity to go to school in Pittsburgh for much cheaper. So I ultimately ended up doing that. And then I would visit here three times a year. And every time I came, you know, I was like, someday, someday I'm going to make it happen. But something clicked this year. I was um, 2021. I even tried. Or 2020, I believe. 2020, I tried, and um, you know, it ended up not happening. I ended up just staying at my job, got a pretty, you know, decent pay raise, and said, maybe I'll stay. So um, I moved to the south side of Pittsburgh and lived there for a year, and had an absolute blast. As a young professional making good money, paying his own bills, and having no one to tell you what to do other than your boss, you know, during during Monday and Friday, and even then, it, it was very relaxed. I uh I just was ready for a change, I guess. In January, I had a plan to come down here and just work remotely here for a few weeks. And at this point in time, I had no no intention of moving. You know, it was just kind of a kind of like a snowbird deal with my company where they were like, "All right, you can go go stay down there for two or three weeks and work remote." And I said, "All right, cool." So I packed my car up about a 15-hour drive from Pittsburgh to Tampa. My good buddy came along the way um, uh, because we have a friend in Daytona that we were going to stop and see on my way down to Tampa. And then my friend was going to fly back from Tampa to Pittsburgh, which he did. So my friend packed my car up and we head down on a Thursday, snowy Pennsylvania. This isn't like January 20th, I believe, 22. Pack a car up and we head on down through West Virginia it's snowing just straight snow and rain the whole way through north carolina south carolina it's just rain and let me tell you south carolina is scary once you hit i-95 through the rural you feel like you're you feel like you're not in the united states whenever you're going through there at all it feels like it feels like another place another planet so and it's it's cutthroat traffic with container ships coming from savannah georgia just packing this road like it's NASCAR and pouring down rain, going 80 miles an hour. People people did not care. That was the, that was the one time I was like, man, this is fucking, <laughs> this is some crazy shit. I'm driving through Savannah. Or I'm driving through South Carolina, hundreds of miles away. And it's intense. If my parents were here, they'd be scared. <laughs> they'd be like, what the fuck? So anyways, me and my buddy, we made it to Savannah, Georgia overnight, stayed there and of course, there was a shit stain in a in a bath towel. You know, why would there not be? And Savannah was cool. I heard it was a little dangerous in areas, but we were only there for like 10 hours, so we really didn't get to see a lot. We were worn out from our drive. It was cold, too. I remember it was like 40 degrees there in Savannah, and that, that was bonkers. So the drive from Savannah, we stopped in Daytona Beach at my friend's house, stayed there for the weekend. That drive was all right. I was, that was the one I was concerned about. I was concerned about going through Florida and at the time, you know, you just hear Florida drivers are crazy. Florida drivers are crazy. So I'm, and I just dealt with South Carolina in pouring rain. So I'm, I'm expecting the worst, but honestly it was fine. It was, it was a really peaceful drive down the coast, down the Atlantic coast and, you know, had a good time with our friend there who's uh, in, in school. And, um, you know, we had another friend fly in, and it was just a boys weekend and something just hit me when I got there in Florida. I don't know. I felt, it felt right. It was January, the temp- the temperature and odometer on my car saying 74. And you just, you can't help but smile because you just came from the tundra. It's freezing. It's cold. You're, you're used to just layering up and sitting in your apartment or sitting in a bar somewhere. So I don't, I don't know. Something just hit me again. It just smacked me in the face like, all right. It might be the time. So funny enough, I, uh, you know, the, the trip's fun. And then I eventually make my, me and my friend who drove down with me, we make our way over to Tampa to where I'm at now, where I'm living, um, to sp- spend time with my sister and stay here at my current apartment now. But the one she was living in sold out at the t- to time, excuse me. And I just started doing my daily routine for those three weeks here. I had my car. I think. I think the the big point was my car, having a car here that you can just get in and drive around like a local. You start feeling like one. So my company started having internal issues, um, disgruntled employees. You know, things were changing. Um, there were some layoffs, some firings, and things things were not going good. So. I was here the week or two working, working, working. Everything was fine. And the last week I was here, shit started hitting the fan that week. That's when people started resigning. People were getting let go. But my, I was already applying for jobs in the background. Once I got here, I, I'd gone on LinkedIn and I just tried it. I just sent out, you know, I changed my uh, resume address to the apartment I'm at now and just applied. And crazy enough, I got an interview on my very last day here. It was a Friday and I planned on, you know, driving back up to Pittsburgh. But at that point, I think a few days before that, I made my mind up that I was going to move here. I knew it. I knew I I didn't really tell anyone yet. But this is it. I I knew. So I had that interview Friday and I actually I resigned from my job that same day as well, uh, virtually. I just, you know, I said, I'm I'm, going to come up and do my last two weeks and then I'm going to operate right back in my car and drive back down. And they said, all right. So I remember I <laughs> I had this interview and they, they honey decked me because I had a first round prior a few days before the final round. And it seemed like they were sold. They were going to hire me. They were going to hire me. But I just, I never heard back. They, They were very unresponsive. For my first lesson on professionalism in Florida. It's not really prevalent in the workplace. So I'm, I'm stressing a little bit. And then I had the second round. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get an offer today. Because I told them everything. I said, you know what? I just resigned from my job today. I'm driving up to Pittsburgh to pack my stuff up. And I'm coming right back down. And I told them, I said, i have probably a little desperate at the time. But I, I said, I have, I have no plans other than I'll be back in Florida in two weeks. And they said, all right, have a good trip. Didn't hear anything that day. And I remember I, uh, so I packed my car up. I'm getting ready to leave my parents from Pittsburgh. Actually, they flew in the day I was driving back up. So uh, you know, they're, they're asking me, how, how's it going? How's it going? I'm like, oh, I didn't get an offer yet, but I told them, I said, guys, I'll be good. And I remember I turned around, I got in my car and I, I drove back to Daytona to, you know, I was going to stop at my friends on the way back up to Pittsburgh. And I'll be honest guys. That was a low, low, low point for me. I've never risk, I've never really quit a job with no plan. That was the first time I did it. I never quit a job with no plan and decided to move to a new state two weeks later, you know, waiting. And you can say, yeah, Garrett, but you, you know, you pretty much had the job lined up, but I didn't know it. What if, you know, what if they came back and said, sorry, that we had another candidate that was better. You know, I, I would have been fine. I had, I have cat, I would have survived until I found something, but still the, the risk of doing that, it's a big one, especially when you're moving to a new state. And I think the main thing that got to me was I had to drive 15 hours back to, back to cold Pennsylvania. I think that was kind of more of the bummer in my head at the time, but I was old time, but like I said, man, it was just time for me to try something new. I was, I've never left Pittsburgh ever. My whole 23 years prior never left. And I was desperately hungry for new opportunities. I felt like I I owed it to myself to try something new, especially at such a young age. You know, there's—you never know what's out there, and I've clearly found a lot, and have came a long way in these nine months. So I remember hopping in that car, and we went out the night before and had a night. So I, uh, you know, I wake up at 10 a.m. late as fuck, mm-hmm. still feeling a little dehydrated and headache. I hop in that car and I fly. I, all of a sudden, I'm in Georgia an hour and a half later, eating breakfast at a diner for six bucks in the middle of nowhere. Georgia. Then I'm in South Carolina, almost at the North Carolina border, a few hours later. Then I'm in West Virginia, complete weather change. Talk about a crazy transition from Charlotte, North Carolina. You go up, once you start hitting those North Carolina mountains towards the Virginia border, the weather it was i feel like i was going into the grinch's tower at the top of the fucking mountain it was it was intimidating that was an experience driving from daytona beach to pittsburgh in 12 hours less i think it was 11 and a half i did it definitely hallucinating towards the end (laughs) i won't lie to you how could you not if you're (laughs) you're just staring at a road for 10 hours it's scary that was a that was a very uh, that was a very cool experience though. I think it it really built a lot of character. And then of course, so I get back to Pittsburgh and living in the south side of Pittsburgh. For those who who know or are familiar with it, it, parking is insane, and especially if you're getting back Saturday at midnight. Good luck. So I get back and you know I finally find parking and I, I immediately started packing my room up. I just drove 12 hours, started packing up. I was up till 4 a.m. that night because I was just so, you know, when you're doing something like that, it's going to take a while to wind down. <laughs> you're just not going to be able to fall right asleep. Your eyes are glued open. And I packed my room up all night and, you know, the the two weeks were hard. I, I, I had to say a lot of hard goodbyes to people that I still really miss dearly. And that is a hard part of relocating to a new state is having people that you're close with. and One of my long-term uh, goals is to someday be able to own property both places. And I really haven't touched on it a lot, but my parents are uh, retired and they have plans of settling here soon, at least part-time so part of my i don't know i guess thought was being down here to be close with them half of the year and then you know hopefully convince them to settle full time and then of course long term i'd love to you know have real estate in both cities so you know hey you want to fly back to pittsburgh for two weeks you can see all the people that you need to and you know have fun and see those old places but then always to be able to come back here and you know keep this as the as the home base that's the main goal But if if you're thinking about moving to a new city, try it. Now you may be like me where you have a lot of close friends in your hometown and it's gonna be hard. It's really gonna be hard, but try it. And you know, you can always go back if it doesn't work, but it's important, especially when you're young And God, I'm so glad, you know, no no offense to anyone that is doing this at this age, but I'm so glad I'm not married. I'm so glad I don't have kids. I'm so glad I, you know, I'm so glad I'm single. I I don't think, you know, with how busy life has been, you know, trying to launch this project and working a full-time job and even just taking care of myself. Fuck, I don't have time for that. (laughs) I don't got time for that shit, bro. I got shit to do. But props to those people that, you know, they're they're really locking it up early. I think you need I think you need to wait till you're at least like 28, 29, or thirty years old before you before you tie a ring on. Or I mean, if you've been together since you were twelve, I get it. You've been high school sweet or middle school sweethearts, whatever the fuck. You grew up on the same same pasture. You all hang out. So I get it. I don't know why I'm doing a country accent. I apologize. I'm the farthest thing from it try it, you know, try and, try and move, try and relocate somewhere else and give it a whirl. There's a big world out there. I, uh, I was in Los Angeles for work and I have family out there. And I was blown the fuck away. That was really, that was my first time in LA. I was in San Diego when I was a young kid, probably seven or eight, but damn is LA crazy. Especially post COVID. There's just homeless cities on the sidewalk and I felt sometimes certain points I felt I felt danger for myself I felt like something could have popped off I was driving down the road the speed limit was 45 miles an hour and probably going 55 there was a person behind me laying on the horn and beeping trying to pass me because they thought they assumed I was driving too slow I've never seen that before not even in Florida. People in Florida will just go around and pass you. But in LA, I mean, she couldn't have passed me on that road, but I I didn't know what her problem was. You want me to go 90 in a 45? And then there's just someone else in front of me that I can't pass. So yeah, LA was crazy, but I got to see Hollywood. Hollywood was cool, even though I was there on a Sunday morning at 9 a.m. It was kind of a wasteland, of course, but Griffith Park, the Overlook, badass and my family they live in orange county they've been bait. they want me to move out there but it's a lot of cash to a lot of cash to live in cali but they're close to everything 45 minutes from downtown los angeles you're 25 minutes from the beach now they they're not florida beaches let's just, let's just put that out there they are not florida beaches these beaches are in my opinion not that great cold the it's like clay clay sand come on we don't, we don't need that. We got the white sand here and I'm a big beach guy. So I, I, that's the one draw. I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could commit to that, but the people, the people in California, you're, it's kind of like Florida where you meet a wide variety of, of different, you know, from every walk of life. But the one thing about California is people seem way more relaxed. People in Florida are intense. I tell you, they, uh you know it's a party mentality it's a high pat high high paced uh fast 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 now 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 but in LA it's more of a hey chill out man that's kind of that's kind of how i am that's kind of how i like it i like the relaxed energy of california but florida uh like <sighs> florida just has the 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 scenery the the beaches the no mountains but i i could live without mountains I could live without mountains. It's hard. You can't ride a bike up mountains, you know? Like, what the, what am I going to do? I got this I got this robe. Everyone out there has the motorized $4,000 bicycle because they're all Tesla engineers, you know? It's, a, it's also a, It's cutthroat. It's dog-eat-dog. Dog. You got to be the best of the best or you're going to be on the side of the road tweaking before you fucking know it. But once again, the Garth Show... We're here on Tuesday, Steelers Browns on Thursday. I will be going to my Steeler bar, the Blind Goat, South Tampa. Shout out. You guys can be the unofficial sponsor of the Garth Show. Um, it's it's a great spot, and it's cool to just hang out with the Steeler fans and shoot the shit. So I, I was telling a story about how I moved here, so I think I'm going to continue on with that. So January, no, sorry, February. By this time, it was February because I was here remote for three weeks throughout February. So by the time I got back to Pittsburgh, it was mid-February, actually. So the last two weeks there, you know, I I actually didn't even accept the job. I still didn't have the offer, I remember. So I got home that Saturday. That Monday, I didn't get it. And that Tuesday, I didn't get it. I think the Wednesday... So this is the first week of my two-week notice. So that Wednesday, that's when I got the offer. And I was like, all right, holy shit, I can breathe. Like, I'm good. I'm set. You know, I, uh, I'm i good. So the two weeks went by and, you know, had some hard goodbyes to people I, you know, grew up with my whole life. People that I've known forever and um, got Saturday... I, I don't remember the exact day. It was then it was literally the day Russia invaded or some shit. It was like the start of the war. So I was a little paranoid. I thought thought they were going to try and pull some shit on the Amtrak train I was taking from DC to Florida. So that's that's what I did. I uh packed my car up on a Saturday morning, you know, said goodbye to my parents and that that was very hard because but I mean they're going to be here. They're actually going to be here in a Five days, so that's great. And they're they're here all the time and they plan on being here long term. So anyways, I drove from Pittsburgh to DC about three hours, three and a half. Took the Amtrak train. Now I didn't know this shit existed until my dad my dad recommended it. He said, Garrett, you really want to drive all the way down to Florida again? You just did it three weeks ago. Why don't you just you know, you could take the you could put your car on the train. You can put your car on a train and that train will take you to Florida. Is that not the wildest shit? A lot of people don't know about the Amtrak train, but the Amtrak train is clutch. So I drive down, and I, I didn't know what to expect. Drive down to D.C., get on this motherfucking train, and it's like a hotel. Everyone's so nice. My, my cabin attendant, kind of like a flight attendant, but for a train, one of the... An angel, an angel from heaven. Angels ran this train. The food, they gave you a meal, you got like a meal service because so the train left Saturday at four PM, three PM, and you got to Florida the next day. So it was just an overnight ride. They lay a bed down for you. You have a bedroom. It's like a it's like a full full mattress. But I remember I just sat there on that bench with my feet up. I made the bed early. I had my laptop. I was watching movies, podcasts, looking out the window and you're going through these towns. You're not going too fast. You're going probably like 35, 40, maybe 50. Probably felt a little slower cuz the train's so massive. But people you're stopping in these little towns in Virginia and uh, North Carolina. There people are stopping and waving at you. Really cool. Really cool. I suggest it to anyone, especially if you're snowboarding it up, in, in, up north, or if you're moving here, it's a great way to move to Florida. So Sunday morning, crazy, man, crazy. That's when, it, you know, it, it just hits you in waves at different times. And I, I slept okay. I think I woke up at, like, 5.30 a.m., because the train got there at like, 7.30, so they, they kind of get you up early. But I remember I was just staring out the window, like... It is February, I'm seeing palm trees. I'm home, like I'm back. And let me tell you something, Florida, Northern Florida is Alabama and Georgia. <laughs> it is Southern, it is Southern. It is, it is, uh, it's, it's Alabama and Georgia, you know? It's, it's country, it's redneck, it needs work. It needs fucking work. Very depleted areas, Un- unlike anything I've ever seen. It reminded, unlike anything I've ever seen. So that was, an ex- so cool, such a cool experience to see that side of Florida. Because I knew I knew that you know up north it was more of that southern draw, but I didn't realize. And seeing it for yourself really changes your perspective. So the train dumps you in Sanford, which is halfway between Orlando and Daytona. Two hour ride down I four, <laughs> one of the most dangerous highways in the world there was accidents left and right now this is snowbirds i moved here in snowbird season i think it was february 28th was my first day here officially officially before i was here in january for that month and i swear i saw about 10 michigan license plates in accidents fender benders side of the road 10 new jersey plates 20 massachusetts plates and i'm there with my pennsylvania plate just trying to trying to get to tampa you know lo and behold i made it unloaded my car. I think I had my room set up in like three hours. You know, my sister was here helping me. It was surreal. Then I was here. I had a whole, I had a whole week off to do whatever I wanted before I started my job. So I, I hung out at the pool. I, I golfed, I drove around, I bought stuff, you know, got everything I needed. It was unreal. And it still hits me every day when I drive down the road and I see a palm tree. That still never gets old. Ever. Or when I when I see the Tampa Bay, it never gets old. It's it's so mine, it's so breathtaking. And I, I'm a big bicycle rider. I wanna I wanna do some like GoPro bike bike videos to show the routes I take and, and how beautiful some of these some of these rides are, but that's what I did when I first got here, when I first moved here. I didn't know anyone. And I was, I still had that scared mentality, you know, more of a shy mentality. In in Pittsburgh, people stick to their family, stick to their groups. And I feel bad for people that move to Pittsburgh, not for college. Like if you move to Pittsburgh as a professional, like good luck making friends outside of your job because it's going to be tough. People in Pittsburgh are very loyal to their friend group and their family, and they usually don't invite outsiders in unless, unless you pass the test and you're cool. But I was still kind of shy and not really, I had a lot, I had a lot of adapting to do. So I, I would just bike ride. Cause I was, you know, I wasn't going to go out alone and I saw so much of the city. I'd get lost in these neighborhoods. I remember how scared I was terrified to ride around Knowing like the, the traffic flow. And of course the drivers here, you never know, <laughs> you never know what you're going to see on the road. But that's how I learned a lot about this area and a lot of my brainstorming and just reflecting. When I got here, I had to just reflect on my life. And that ended up being months of reflection. And still, I feel like I still reflect every day on, you know, everything that I've accomplished and worked for. And where I want to go and how I plan on getting there. But it was a nice break from the the nightlife too. And I'll be honest. I haven't been a haven't been a good boy lately in that regard, especially with football coming around and, you know, now that I'm home and settled in. But for those three months, I just would throw headphones in and get on a bike and explore. And then I started getting out of my comfort zone. Cause I was like, fuck it. I was like, I don't, I don't know any of these people, and people really are. It's really Grand Theft Auto NPC shit down here, honestly. Like you're, uh, you're these people. You never know what kind of response you're gonna get. Never know what, what you're gonna hear on the side of the road. So it's, and I meet new people every day, and it's like I, I met half the people I've met here in the year. I couldn't tell you, couldn't even. If if you pointed them out, I'd say like, I don't know who they are. A lot of opportunity, you know, and it's you really don't have to be in a rush to find the people that you that you gel with. And I never really I was like yeah, like went through a phase where it was hard meeting people, you know. It was just like eh, just making bar friends through like the Pittsburgh connection that was big, made a lot of friends that way, and you know through my of course having. Family established here already. Also easy to meet people and you know make friends. And then of course just going out and talking to people. Man, everyone here is usually down to be social and friendly. So it's it's cool. And still, I I kind of forget that in the back. I'm you know Pittsburgh. No one you you just don't go up to someone on the side street. And go, hey, how are you today? What about this weather? It's beautiful out. You don't do that in Pittsburgh. <laughs> People might get spit on, or honestly, just a fucking dirty look. The Southern friendliness. I keep getting sidetracked on this story, or I think that's it. That's it for now. I told you from January, very brief. I'll go into detail here and there, but that was from January of 22 to about March. So I got the job, you know, I worked the job, and I just biked and explored and reflected on my life and learned some things and worked on a lot of things, worked on things I needed to fix within me. And it was a very valuable time. Sometimes you need three or four months to step away and figure out where you want to go. Because when I did that, it got me here. You know, eventually, the podcast became an idea in May and I'm, that's for next episode. We're going to talk about how this shit really got popping. But flexion is good because it leads you to big things. We're going to wrap it up tonight. 9.15 Tuesday. Right about 40 minutes. I'll be honest, guys. Solo podcasting is not easy. It's very hard, but I do plan on getting guests on the Gar show. Um, like I said, no video for this episode, but next episode will be Do video. I uh, have some technical upgrades on the way. We got the we got the intro music, so that's that's sick. We're uh, we're moving up. We're moving on up. We're on Apple Podcasts. Find us on Apple Podcasts at the Gar Show. Spotify. I'm working on you um, tomorrow. So September 21st, you should be on podcast or uh, sorry Spotify. Spotify. And what else? Instagram. Gar Show. We're building that up too. DM me if you want a customized fantasy football leak video. New style report with some comedy. I can, you could can send your script in or I can improv. It really doesn't matter. I can do it all. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to The Gar Show.